Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. This is episode 69 of Forever Exiled. Round numbers. <laughs> Round numbers, just love them. I love when you said, I think it was 63, and I didn't catch it until I was editing it. And I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I like round numbers. There's no straight edge in these numbers, Just. I love oh, them. like rounded edges. See, when I hear you say round numbers, I'm thinking like 60, 62, 64. Even? Even. I For some reason, I associate <laughs> even with round. I When you say round yeah. numbers, I didn't realize it was like, no. it's a curve. Yeah, cur- curvy, edgy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some fonts wouldn't be curved. Yeah, it's irrelevant. <laughs> they don't, those don't they're stupid count. fonts. You can't use those fonts if they don't write the number right. That's right. Big shout right. out to our patrons again this week. The Slow Bro for joining the crew. Thank you very much. And for everybody else who's supporting the podcast, you guys are awesome. If you're curious what our Patreon is, there's information down below, but it gets you access to our podcast after the podcast. Uh, and there's other perks as well. We also opened a merch store last week. And uh, people have been picking up some things from there. It's merch.foreverxl.com. I think for February, there's a 10% off uh, code on our Discord. And patrons get 15% off. Check it out below if you're looking for more information. Let's get into it, Ty. How was your week? Freaking cold, hey? <laughs> oh my God, it's ridiculous. We had uh, we live in a pretty warm part of Canada, but oh my goodness. We had an Arctic chill warning given to us. And oh, it was... Minus 25 with the wind chill and I'm flip flops for 11 months of the year. So like there's a difference between negative 25 without wind and negative 25 with wind. And oh, it was brutal. Oh, what a strong wind. The house across the street from us, um, you know, where I live, we have lots of lots of big trees around here. Uh, the, the, the tree in the front yard across the street from us, literally two, two feet thick snapped but near the base and fell over wow. the power lines it was insane so at, you know four in the morning we hear the city cutting it up to make sure cars can drive by and the power can come back on so but yeah absolutely nuts when you say minus 25 it's funny too because i saw a video where somebody was saying something about you know cold cold temperatures in canada and how it's minus 25 and the question was asked that is that celsius or fahrenheit and the response was does it matter <laughs> they're both freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. At this point, they're brutal. Yeah. So, and uh, anyway, the, the province even put out like a health warning for us, right? Um, you know, saying like literally in minutes, your your limbs could freeze if you're being apathetic about this. Like it, it is seriously, the Arctic chill warning is literally that cold. So don't take it apathetically. So I'm taking the kids to school, right? It's crazy windy. They're having a hard time just pushing against the wind. And uh and so I have them dressed in all their winter gear, right? Like, you know, like the little suspenders with the pants and everything, like crazy thick stuff. And they're crying and whining because they want to wear their favorite gloves and their favorite toque that don't, don't do anything for them. I'm heck no. I see parents walking their kids to school. They're, they're, they're dressed like it's springtime, like it's 10 degrees outside having a good time. Oh, I, I, I secretly wish that the school forced an outdoor recess just to show them, but they didn't. Anyway, I hate other parents. That's 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 it. It was cold. It was windy. My poor dog hasn't gone for a walk because since the wind started, because even though she needs exercise, she's also too old for frostbite these days. So that was it. And then, uh, oh, big house news for us. We got our lights done in the living room, dining room and kitchen. We got pot lights put in instead of the crazy chandeliers from the 70s that were originally installed in the house. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Justin, I can't tell you. The concussed in me. Oh, it's so much better. Because before, like the dining room lights and the kitchen lights, they were hanging low. And I had to have a hat on because the lights would just like, it would be at eye level or I don't know what the lights hang to seven feet, maybe six and a half feet. Yeah, that's probably like six feet. Oh, six and a half. so brutal. Like it was just in my face and it's so bad for me. Now they're pot lights. Now they're flush with the ceiling. And oh my goodness, it's so much. I have so much more energy, even though, I mean, they just got done yesterday, but at the end of today, even though the kids were home, I have so much more energy by the time I have to start dinner around 3.30 or 4 than I would have at any other part of the day, even without the kids home. Like it was just a complete difference. It was almost like I'm not cured, but I felt like I had so much energy. It just so good. So good. So anyway, absolutely awesome week, despite the cold. How was the cold for you? Oh my, I I can't handle this cold. I I don't like it at all. It's windy. It's freezing. Uh, I, I want the sun. I want warm. I live in the wrong place for the type of weather I prefer, but this is not normal though either. Like I can handle when it's a little bit cold, but it's funny though, in the same vein of you talking about your kids, I went to pick my six-year-old up from school this week and I was laughing so hard because I hadn't seen what she was wearing when uh, she went to school with her mom. And when I saw her walk out of the room, out of her room, she just looked like a giant snowman with like a puff ball of a head. (laughs) Because she had earmuffs that were like the size of my hands on each side, big toque, and she's just wrapped up and she just waddles as she's like coming. I made me awesome. laugh. So you walk or drive? I walk. I Good walk because we live so close. It's yeah. flipping cold though. I would feel silly driving because it would. It. I live three houses up from school, but uh, <laughs> seriously, I was tempted. <laughs> it is so. The wind was so cold. The bite was so harsh that I, I don't think anybody would have made fun of you if they saw you get in your car at the top of the hill, <laughs> drive down the <laughs> hill and get out all in one view. I don't think anybody would have blamed you. It's funny because last year she was in kindergarten and so it was her first year of having to walk, you know, when she, I would walk her to and from school. And because we're on a slight hill and the wind comes blowing down the hill, it was so funny when the first time when the wind was blowing really heavy and you know how you can't breathe. Like, do you ever remember going on ferries on the BC ferries? You'd hit like <laughs> one side of the ferry and you just couldn't breathe anymore because the wind was so strong. Yeah. But it's so funny. Kid, you're, <gasps> you're like <gasps> trying to figure out what to do. Well, she was doing that, but she was freaking out because she couldn't breathe. And I was laughing to my wife like, I, you forget that, that, that you don't have the concept in your head of like you could just turn around and just be backwards. She thought she was going to die. Like she could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. But yeah, no, it's. It's been good. I had an insane work week. I was kind of saying to Tyler that our episodes may be slightly short this week and next week just because I have got the most packed, the most packed February ever. And it shouldn't be this busy, but it is what it is. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's get into. Before we do, I want to share a very awkward fact that I learned about you just two seconds ago. What's that? You wear hoodies without wearing a shirt underneath. I don't sweat, so I don't need the extra one it's underneath. Like a, you don't sweat. Yeah, I just and don't. I don't fart. So you've got like your nips right against your sweat shirt, right against your hoodie. No t-shirt, no nothing. Mm-hmm. That's like an, un, there's an unwritten rule that you always have to wear something under your hoodie. Otherwise, you're a drug dealer What's or something. What's the problem? I think you're just like an 80-year-old. It's your 80-year-oldness coming out. No. I think so. Nah, anyway, that that was weird. And I wanted to share it with everyone to cut you down a little bit. 
How it won't work because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> how how was your POE week? We got a long week, y'all. Right with that. Mm-hmm. Bailed on my co-op only champ. You convinced me last episode. I think it was Smart. in After, after dark. dark. Well, I worked but... on you in the main episode, but then I pushed you in After Dark. <laughs> That's right. You got a plan. Well, it worked, and so I've bailed on it. I even took uh, a couple of the rings, maybe the belt from that build, and slid them over to my uh, new build. So I leveled my Bone Zombies guide. So it's just it's a necromancer. It's pure physical zombies and no extra added minions. It's just zombies, and it's close quarter combat with you know meat shield and i use shield charge with fortify so you know even flesh and stone in the small aoe of flesh and stone and maim it all synergizes really well pure physical it's fantastic and uh, so anyway leveling was nice and fast and uh, it was it was actually pretty encouraging after my co-op only experiment like i really like the idea of having my champion just be taunt only and only use meat um molten shell but there's a time and a place for it and i don't have the time or the place for it so uh it was it was very encouraging to uh to go to just a, a build that i could breeze absolutely through like i'm already at end game and i started they this after and normally i can't really do things that fast but the build of course is nice uh now i know i said it previously last week but i i just leveled or a couple of weeks ago but i i just leveled again and i was blown away by it again small little things in life that please me but i really like the extra added detail that they sneak in like I mentioned specifically the as you start going down the pyramid or whatever it's called down to the spider boss in Act 7, Arakali, I think her name is. Or, yep. Yeah, I guess her because Silk and and then, yeah, Silk's decapitated heads right on there. And so anyway, but I, I just love the added detail of it getting more spidery, more webby, even more purple and green as you get farther down. I thought that was really neat. And it, so it kind of got me thinking, not with anything specific, but I wonder how much they add without telling us. You know, how many details, whether it's camera angles or drop rates or visual details, because they're very honest in their patch notes. Yet there are changes that people notice that aren't in patch notes. It just got me thinking like I would love to know all the little secret stuff that has been added, but people don't know. And so they can't complain about it. So anyway, but I got a closet confession for you, Just. Mm. I hate to admit it, but I really didn't mind leveling. The thought of leveling again is what kept me from starting over for so long with my co-op sure. only build. But when I was actually doing it, it was fine. It was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Like I'm, we're experienced. We can fly through it. We know what to do. We know not what not to do. And when we're doing a build that's not experimental, even when we are doing builds that are experimental, we, we know how to level quickly. You know what I mean? So it was, I, I quite enjoyed leveling. Maybe the leveling process of the champion just was so bad that it didn't really count like it actually you know what i mean <laughs> it took you into the negatives and so then you were so low in your opinion of leveling that when you were leveling something that could level you're like oh you know what i could do this yeah 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 so anyway it was kind of it was kind of fun i i enjoyed it and i got there and then um some familiar folk helped me out along the way uh, or once i got to end game uh soja gave me some some gear uh herb and theta were also very nice to give me some goodies once i reached end game so that was nice and soja asked when i logged on one day hey you want to you want to do some breach runs and i i've always known that they're a great way to speed level in the game but i've never actually gotten around to it or bothered with it or i mean you can't even do that when it's your first build of the league anyway because you don't have the items for it 
So I did my first kind of breach run leveling. They just, Soja and others had tons of them ready to go. And my goodness, it was fast. I couldn't believe it. I went for, I went 10 levels from 70 to 80 in less than an hour. That's awesome. It was insane. I've never in my life, as far as I know, done, like I've never seen, where, where was it? 550 million XP per hour. I'm sure a lot of people have seen that before. I've never seen that number before. For me, it was absolutely insane. And there were five of us in the party. Right. It was just Soja and I at first. And then someone was like, oh, hey, can I join? Oh, hey, can I join? All of a sudden, there are five of us and we did the whole thing. Even more XP. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. Now, for some reason, though, I didn't do the math, like not even an hour into my broadcast. I'm like, oh, 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 God, here we go. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. Didn't even click. But for the longest time, of course, like I'm playing with five people. The screen's just nuts. It's flashing. It's exploding. I'm trying to keep up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't do flashy, you know, like sometimes you just forget even the most simple things in life. For me, that's an everyday concept. No, no lights, not flashing, not a lot of movement. So I'm playing with people. I'm super excited. I'm leveling like mad and I'm wondering like, why the heck am I so tired? Oh yeah. Getting punched in the face with lights. Have you ever tried turning the bloom like super low to see if it makes a difference, especially in that instance? No, I haven't. Ever since they added the bloom counter, I actually cranked the bloom counter to the max just to spite people because everyone was complaining about it for whatever reason. So I'm like, screw it. I'm playing with it and I like it. Then when, you know, when that little party was over, I turned it back down to 100 because I assume that's default. And I'm like, oh, I like seeing the game for the vanilla version that it is. Never actually tried turning it down. So I'll do that after the podcast. It's a good idea. So, but there was a small part of me while I was leveling with these breach runs, there was a small part of me inside that was crumbling a bit because I'm like passing by things. I'm even passing by fusings and chaos. And I'm like, uh, I want to keep up, you know, like they're very kind to let me in and do their runs with them. And so I'd like, I don't want to like drag them back or have them wait or, you know, be a burden. So, but I went as fast as I could and man, fun per hour through the roof, at least 16 million, just maybe billion. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, billions. We don't measure fun per hour in millions. <laughs> it starts at a billion. Yeah. And then my my last thing for my uh, my week in POE, uh, I mentioned a few, few folk uh, were very nice to give me some goodies. And so with some of those goodies, uh, I bought myself a nice elder bone helmet. Uh, has life, good life roll, plus to socketed minions. Socketed minions have life, even has some resists. Big one for me, though, with the Elder, especially with the pure physical build, is nearby enemies take 9% increased physical damage. That was awesome. I absolutely love it. And it doesn't marry me to having, you know, to six link and get an even more absurd helmet to perfectly six link a four link in my helmet for my zombies. I like this version way better where I can put my zombies wherever I want and I can, you know, still have the freedom to reorganize my gems. So I absolutely loved it. And then I topped up my other gear. I put uh, the enemies take 9% increased physical damage on the helmet that my anime guardian wears because it is such a big buff. It is Uh, like, yeah, a a lot of new people just see the word increased and they think it's the same as the other increased, but literally every build can benefit from it because there's ones for fire and everything else. And it's a huge difference. It is the amount when it when for the new people listening when you see enemies take increased damage that is a completely different part of the damage equation than you doing 9% increased damage it's totally different when you see enemies take increased damage that is a big big buff so anyway i topped up my other gear and i know like i've been playing for years and i have thousands of hours in this game right guides all this kind of stuff but i'm always solo cell phone this is the first time i've ever had a helmet like that 
I've never because I'm always so focused on my guides and like you didn't used my to be. guide stuff and all that. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. You but, used to be big into trade. But but for quite a few years now, it's been this way. And so because I'm so focused on my guides and, you know, doing gameplay for each one and I, I like it. But all of a sudden it's been a few years and I'm like, wow, I've never actually had the types of items that the people that are playing my guides are getting. So it was kind of nice. I had a few X thrown at me. I throw the few X away and I get an item that I've never had before. So it's exciting to play. I mean, I'm only level 80, 81 right now, so it's good. Now, before you get into your week or include this in how your week was, I got a question for you. 313 has now been out for a month already. Wow. I mean, the game's changed a ton in the last quarter, just in like mentality, the things they're adding, the things we know that are coming. Uh, So with how your week was, why don't you include how much longer you see yourself playing this league, considering how much new stuff was added and also knowing our private league's coming up at some point. Look at this guy telling me how to do my week in PoE. Okay, so I will get to that because I actually see myself still playing it quite a bit. February is going to be a relatively write-off for me, just playtime wise. So maybe that's not a bad thing because it means that once I clear up in that last week of February, maybe I'll be back with more time to play. But I still really, really love this league. I, I love Ritual. I love the end game. I did my first Maven 10 fight. That How'd was go? a challenge. It went fine. I did it, but it was definitely a challenge. I see that I, we talked about this last week. I don't pay attention to what bosses I'm adding to Maven. Sure. So normally it's like, okay, who are the five or six I have to fight? Well, <laughs> when it's all of a sudden 10, I was like, oh my God, why did I put you in here? And what monster level is the 1083? You know what? That's a great question. I would imagine so. I didn't actually look. I think they're predetermined based on which one it is. Yeah. It would make sense for it to be 82 or 83 at that point, for sure, because that is the end game farm for Maven, essentially, right? That's the rollable version of her thing. So roll your ball. I did do the my first 10 fight, which was awesome. Conquerors have still like I just the the league is fun. Ritual is still fun. I'm really enjoying the league. I this is the weirdest league for me ever. People have been joking about it too in some of the comments in After Dark about the fact that I am talking about being fine, being slower. This league, like what happened to Justin? I I I changed out some boots that had five percent less movement speed just because some of the other bonuses from it. I think you're an alien. You've been replaced. It's just it's just so much for me right now it you know what here's here's something that's weird about this league when we went into this league i had the understanding that i wanted a boss killer i wanted to focus on killing bosses it didn't really turn into that as a league you know what i mean like the maven fights are bosses but they're not bosses in the sense of like what metamorph was where you had this just insanely juiced up crazy boss at the end of a map right in the for the most part the maven normal fights aren't super difficult now, I'm not talking about the feared, which is the crazy one with all the endgame bosses or the breach one, which is insanely difficult. But just I'm talking normal in general Maven fights. They're not they're not super difficult. So normally I would have probably jumped over to something that was really fast to map. But I also this league haven't found myself having any issue with currency. Drop wise, have they've been great. Gears been easy. So yeah, I, I don't see myself quitting too soon because i'm actually i still like it and okay so a couple things because i'm going to get into this in a second so with regards to your question i don't see myself quitting it anytime soon february is going to be very slow for me playing it just because i don't have a ton of time to get into it 
But uh, come the end of February, I think I'm going to be right back into it. There was one thing I was going to talk about that somebody brought up in Discord, and I had actually used it already, this league. And I didn't even... Sometimes you don't think about the stuff that you do when you're playing the game and think of the fact that maybe this would benefit other people to know how this works. Go on. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. I'm going to break it down. It works mostly if you're trying to get very off colors on an item and a way to easily do it. And it works for four... You could do a three, you wouldn't really need to, but it's really good for like your helmet, boots and gloves where you've got four sockets and you need crazy off colors. So I'll give you an example. I had dex based gloves. I, I want to say it was like 95 base dex or something. It was high, uh, but they had I was buying them. They had extremely good rolls that I needed, but it's a dex base and I needed three blues and a red for the color on them, which is in a dex based build that's or sorry in a dex based item that's unlikely you're more likely to roll green with dex blue with int and, and red with strength the only time you ever get those colors is when you're not looking for those colors and they roll when you're just spamming chromatics that's right but there is a crafting way to much more easily and cheaply get what you're looking for cheaply <laughs> so when i looked at the uh if you're ever curious because it does still work there's um what is it called? What's the calculator? Parici's calculator. Parici's calculator. Thank you. Parici's calculator online. And it does still work. It's something you can still use. And you basically can put in how much decks, how many slots, and what are you looking for? And I think it's told me that I was going to be looking in the eight to 9,000 chromatic range to be able to get three blues and a red just because that's off color. So what you do instead, though, is you take your item, throw it into your crafting bench, and put it, use the two craft two socket craft on it okay super cheap i want to say it's like one or two i think it might actually be one jeweler to put two sockets onto an item okay so you've got two sockets on the item and then i use the uh two blue uh chromatic recipe which i think is maybe four maybe four it might not even be four i can't remember but it, it'll turn those two sockets to blue so now i've got a two socket two blue item then what you do is you basically craft the three sockets onto an item and most likely it's going to put a green one on there in my case so then i jump back and craft two sockets onto it and the way that the game works is those original two sockets will always stay there so i craft the a third one yeah the number and the colors will stay so my two blue will always stay there as long as i don't craft a one or something else so i craft the three on it it gives me a third socket probably isn't what i want craft two sockets on it which removes the third one craft three sockets on it and you just keep going back and forth like that and this is costing you three jewelers in total so very cheap to keep bouncing back and forth as opposed to guaranteeing it with a substantial more amount of with chromatics. like hundreds of chromatics right a and still not even a guarantee because there is no three blue one red you know that's not i could i could do a three blue for 125 chromatics but there's nothing that's going to guarantee that that fourth one is going to be a red one so anyway, you craft the third one till you get what you want. So in my case, I got a red one. So that was great. So then all I started to do is craft the four one, which again, I think it's only five or six jewelers to do that craft. Craft four, don't get the color you want, then craft three, which will pull that one off. Again, keeping the original three that you had, and you just keep doing that. And in total for me to get three blue and one red on my gloves, I think it cost me maybe 45 or 50 jeweler orbs. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's which good is luck super super cheap even if it cost you 200 jewelers jewelers are way easier to get than chromatics 
Yeah. So if you haven't heard of that, you can you can look it up on YouTube. I know there's videos for it too, but yeah, do that. Don't blow your chromatics trying to get off colors because it's really nice on certain well anything really on boots when you get something that's got movement speed and good rolls that you want to use but it's totally off the base that you need use that crafting recipe because it's very very easy to get the colors you want on something and that's that off. segment was called newbie tips with Justin. yeah we haven't had that in a while so da, here it is da, da, there it is back da, da, da. so i and then i also i, I don't know maybe we are going to talk about some of this coming up but my poe week as well was a reflection on our last episode as i played and you know had some we had some feedback from people, both positive and negative, with regards to agreeing and disagreeing with us. The more I played it, the more I, I maybe I just wasn't descriptive with what frustrated me. So I, I respect out of Harbinger and beyond. And what I, what I maybe didn't get through was the fact that that is why the game was driving me crazy, that it was when Harbingers always showed up and people were, you know, talking and about together. Yeah, well, especially Harbingers, like the fact that they all are grouped. It's not Harbingers that roll naturally in a map. It's not Harbingers that roll. It's not that I'm talking 100% specifically on increased Harbingers because of the Atlas passives. And then even more so if you buff them more because there's another line that you can go down to, you know, make them have reinforcements and whatnot. That was specifically what I was referring to. And it's not nothing in this game makes it unplayable for me like you. I don't get down to five frames or zero frames or anything like that but i can't play the game the way that poe is meant to be played there should not be this thing that all of a sudden my screen starts to slow down and i can't get into it that's all i was referring to was and i also still will argue with anybody that that was not how they meant it to be fight 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 well see i i like when people give comments because i do like to hear what people say it doesn't bother me because you can disagree with me i'm i couldn't care less i you everybody's entitled to their opinion but i just wanted to make sure people weren't taking it as if i'm saying the game is bad and poorly running but i know that if it's running like that for me and we tried it we'll talk about this i think more later with your stuff too we tried things to make it better and it still was not operating the way that it should be and and i hate console i'm not a console player but tyler has brought up the point time and time again if you make the game for console you got to make it work for console and it doesn't with some of the stuff that's going on. So I, I did, I did find myself this week when I did get a little bit of time to play sort of thinking back on, you know, what we had talked about. And I was like, no, I was right. I was a hundred percent right. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's hard, especially when you have something in your head, like, oh, we'll get into it in a little bit. I, I intentionally sat down when I was in a great mood. You know, I, I made sure that I dedicated some I'm in a great mood and I don't care what happens to my POE time just to make sure that I didn't, you know, have my opinions formed from our previous two podcasts or just last podcast because I was, you know, just in a pissy mood and then decided to play and then I was making stupid choice, you know, and I just want to make sure that I was in a good mood. So, yeah, it's sometimes kind of our our mentality kind of predetermines how our gameplay goes. But I I hear you when we were playing together, some of the un unintended i i I would 100 assume that these like harbingers all spawning in the exact same point that's not intentional no especially if you don't have the reinforcements node yet you know where they spawn with reinforcements i remember was it mayhem i think it's mayhem where all the different types of leagues spawn together and then when you'd get the harbinger in there you'd get a lot of harbinger at once and on a completely side note that i wasn't expecting to bring up my game could handle it then 
my exact same computer could handle leveling with you and having four harbingers in one place. Mm -hmm. And I never actually thought of that until just now when you were bringing that up. We could level in the thicket or wherever it was and four harbingers would be all fighting together. For some reason, you can't anymore. And, you know, I was thinking to one of the comments, the other comment of the, my complaint, at least, was on Beyond side. So as I played more Beyond roles a lot on maps, and I, I've always loved Beyond. It's one of my favorite mods. And I even, I don't often watch other people streaming, but I pulled up because I was curious to see how are other people mapping and how's it going for them. And it, I don't really care what side of an argument somebody's on on this one. You just cannot see what's happening on the screen. And I, I don't know what the fix is for that. I don't. I'm not suggesting that I know what the fix is. But when you can't tell what is happening or where the primary damage is going to be coming from, it does take away a bit of that fun. I mean, we don't play hardcore, so it's not the end of the world. But I still don't want to die to something that I didn't even see right. was there. I had no idea. And that's, that's not, a, I, I don't know, that, maybe that's not specifically against Beyond. It's just that's where I notice it the most because big damage can pop up very quickly without you knowing about it. And then you throw in Cyrus being a dickhead up in the air and stuff. Um, that's where my argument is. It's not, it's not that the game is running poorly. It's just the design is weird to me. Or it's not, it's not well done, yeah. Yeah, let me, I just want to know what is going to potentially kill me. I still think my idea from last week would work, where if there was some opacity level to the danger so that it was more see-through the less dangerous it was instead of just like what are they deciding is showing up in front if there's a layer of damage what's on top what am i seeing the you know what i mean that's all that definitely for the stuff that is relevant to you know um mtx or just those visuals that that i 100 agree that that makes a lot of sense in my my opinion in regards to damage coming when you have no idea where it's coming from. That's been a part of POE for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think one reason that it's being a little bit more conversed about now is simply because there's now there's so much more content that was all of a sudden added. And now there's even more with the same mentality that was just, here you go, good luck. But yeah, anyway. I, I said it last week as well, and I, I have to reiterate it again this week because a couple of people also agreed in Discord. Huck in... <laughs> heist is so good i i went from 92 to 93 with just him and heist and it was it felt like nothing it felt so good you and i did a little bit of heisting with huck yes we did it was, it was awesome so anyway if you're looking to level go get some heist contracts running with huck because he is a beast all right let's talk about this week in poe busy week oh no that's the wrong tab just a minute please just a minute all right so only slightly related, but it kind of maybe so, you know, cyberpunk, right? Isn't GGG, but cyberpunk gets in crap for putting out a game that isn't really playable on their worst system. Sounds pretty familiar from GGG's perspective or not perspective, but what happened to GGG in 313. GGG is not as big of a company as CD Projekt Red, so maybe it kind of goes under the radar. Not with us, of course, but not as bad either, though. Right. No, true. But at the same time, when you look at ratios, right, you look at, well, there's a lot of people playing Cyberpunk that didn't care because they have a great PC or they're playing on a next-gen console. Same kind of thing with this. Now, Ubisoft, in their last investors meeting, said they're going to continue with AAA titles, but only until 2022. 
from that point forward, their massive focus is going to be free-to-play games. So whether that means they're still going to keep stuff like Assassin's Creed or Rainbow Six or whatever it is, and then just release these versions of AAA titles, but as free components that last for a long time, like GGD does with PoE, who knows? Or maybe they're going to completely change their brand. Hmm. Well, but right now you still have to pay for their titles up front, even though their titles are lasting a long time. And from 2022 onward, a huge company like Ubisoft or Ubisoft, whatever you're supposed to say, their their primary focus is transitioning only within one year to free to play. So it kind of got me thinking, you know, for companies that are already doing this and maybe have been doing it for a long time, it kind of puts a magnifying scope on all these other free to play games now in terms of the quality that they put out maybe people that would never even consider a free-to-play game because they have the stigma in their head of well it's going to be crap or garbage or you're gonna it's always pay to win maybe that'll encourage more people to try other free-to-play games and hopefully in my opinion because i love path of exile i i hope that the game is as sexy as we think it is to someone who's very new to it and isn't used to coming up with well that's just poe you know what i mean in terms of quality or things that they might miss i feel like a company like ubisoft going free to play means that they're going to be raping people with some sort of purchasable in-game things that maybe are not like ggg where it's a not pay to win i feel like i could see them going the pay to win way I, yeah 100 i don't see them being a company that's like uh we'll just we're gonna make this and the only change is like uh you know how it looks uh, maybe maybe but free sells right as as weird as that well, sounds free doesn't free. make money though and so if you let here's here's i'm just devil's advocating here they if ubisoft comes out with one of their games that's free to play that's a major title that people pick up but now there's purchasable things within the game that will make the game easier make you better not just look different but actually change the gameplay you do risk the idea of losing people because they feel a little bit jaded about the fact that you brought it out free to play, but now I have to pay for things that maybe would have been Im- included in the game had I paid earlier. I'm just curious. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm just saying, of course, depending on how they come out, it could be good or bad. But with massive companies seeing what GGG has always done as a method of making way more money, like I remember when Bethesda was blown away with how much money they made from Fallout Shelter. They couldn't believe how much money they made from Fallout Shelter with all the microtransactions that they had in there. With massive companies like that going the free-to-play route, it does change a lot. And it does, in my opinion, put a microscope on the companies that have already been doing it for a while. Because there's going to be a lot more in comparison, even if their marketing strategy and income strategy are different. So anyway, I'm just hoping that once all that comes around, that GGG's like, with this new mentality they have for quality and production and testing and all that, I really hope that they've kind of got their routine down and it's a good long-term routine because it would suck for them to miss an opportunity with this new wave of players that possibly is coming to, you know, the free-to-play genre. Or it may be. I don't see it changing it for them. Do you think, is your thinking that because Ubisoft goes free-to-play that, that more players who didn't go free-to-play before might? Is that the thought? Yeah, that all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know what? This is actually great. I never, I never thought that. Like, I always thought it was paid. What if Ubisoft does have an actual legitimate system where it's a legitimate free game and I don't know, maybe the Division 3 or whatever it's going to be, maybe it's just cosmetic. Right. You know, may, maybe they go that route where it's kind of like GGG or you only have to pay for extra stash tabs or something. 
But you think that will all of a sudden open people open people up to, hey, I didn't know about Path of Exile? Uh, maybe not specifically PoE, but I think you'll get new people that have never even considered the free-to-play tab. Hmm. You'll get people looking through, looking for specific terms. I think companies like GGG or not that are free to play, but they're more pay to win. I think they'll end up changing their marketing wording so that it's, you know, they can kind of avoid the pay to win mentality. And I think hmm. it does change stuff depending on how you be. Anyway, anyway, just, just, just the thing. Back to this week in PoE. Servers, GG still having major server issues. And they're definitely putting a lot of effort into it. Um, and they definitely want people to know that they have been, they have, whatever hardware they need ordered and it's coming and they're still fixing it. But there's been in very large regions, there's been some massive server issues. But GGG has been going out of their way to respond to, as far as I can see, every single Reddit post that's talking about server issues. They're going out of their way to like, hey, yeah, no, we know about it. It's coming. Sorry, it's taken so long. It's too bad. Too bad it's lasted so long, but they're working on it for those that are having server issues. So I never think of the... Because I'm primarily console in my head, even though I play a ton of PC, probably 50-50, I never think of the the commands, like the chat commands, you know, like slash okay, yeah. deaths or slash passives or even slash D&D. Dance. Yeah, slash dance. <laughs> I wish console had that frick. And so anyway, I've, I never think of it. But then I see a post on, I think it was Reddit, Bug Report. I don't know. Anyway, apparently slash DND hide or was hiding system messages. Now, I don't know how this works because I don't oh, really know what a system message is, but I brought it up because I figured you did. Apparently, somebody missed their Maven encounter because they were playing on slash D&D. Don't know how that works, but GGG responded and said that they were fixing it. So if you play on slash D&D, you're not going to miss anything anymore coming whenever it is that fix is coming. I'm trying to think how you would miss the Maven encounter. I know what that means if it, if it hid system messages, which I know it's definitely not meant to do. but I don't, I'm trying to think, how do you miss a Maven encounter? Because the Maven encounters are drops. Maybe they're farther along than we are and there's something that you miss. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe the encounter is referring to just dialogue like the envoy or something. Missing that and because you're on D&D and it's counting as a message. I don't know. But anyway, it was nice. Now you can play on D&D and ignore all your friends. Came out with a couple MTX, and Justin, I, I we think they're listening. We were just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, they're listening to me, not to you. They came out with the Maven portal to purchase, and I think it is so good looking. I love they it. Shrunk I love it. it. They shrunk Great. it. No, awesome. that's not cool. If you're going to make this ginormous orb when we go to her area, you got to give us the same size. That being said, I actually would prefer being smaller anyway. I think it's too big. <laughs> so... Yeah, what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, I saw some, um, uh, just an observation I made as I go through and check all GGG's responses on Reddit. Uh, there was a lot of, we're aware of the issue, but we don't have a timeline for the fix. That kind of sucks. Like, it's, it's always good. Like, when you write a bug report, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people, I wrote a bug report and I didn't hear back. You know, like, <laughs> like I always love that there's some sort of expectation that they write back. So anytime you write, about an issue or a suggestion and you hear back from ggg that's great kind of sucks when they know about it and there's no you know you, you can't really get like a, oh yeah we're planning on fixing it this league but hopefully uh, at least they know stuff right at least they know stuff but anyway i saw a lot of that and uh oh right mtx there was one more mtx i forgot what's that the transcendent skin night watch weapon and they can't do it without it celestial celestial fire it looks good 
It looks it good. Does. I, yeah. I hate how good it looks, mm-hmm. but it's probably like 50% of their income, this celestial stuff. So anyway, yeah, MTX. So did you see, we talked about this last week, that they had the big Xbox rollback, uh, but they had a PC one this week. <sighs> Poor GGGA. Sometimes they'll go like a whole year without a rollback, and now they've had two, granted on different platforms, in one week. So this one was weird because they they did the patch and it was to there were supposed to be some updates to the challenges and i don't remember what else but i i had done the patch i got it this was like one of the times i had a chance to play in the afternoon so i was playing away and uh, it it did the patch and then i was playing and i actually so what happened is uh in in our global 2121 uh papa pratt had asked if anybody had one of the nemesis map modifiers that you can get from harvest right because he wanted to open some uh, stack decks. He wanted to open a bunch of stack decks in a Nemesis one. And I guess maybe it increases your chances. I, I don't really know. But I said, well, look, I've got a Nemesis modifier Rosanna. I'm right now working out my... Uh, I was working on my way to the 10 Maven fight. So I said, you can join mine. So I started the map up, Dried Lake. You know, it's a good one. Yep. And it was hilarious. I got into Go Fight the Boss. And he was just at the... The, the entrance portal like just opening tons and tons of them and there's so there's cards all over the ground oh so he's dropping you have to drop them on the ground for the nemesis to work you can't just put it in your inventory uh, to be honest i don't have a clue okay. i don't know i was saying to ethan i'm like is there like a faster way to open stack decks that i don't know of like maybe you can open them where they drop straight out as you open them because i've never opened them i don't think you can though i feel like it would just drop the stack deck right yeah no i think it's pretty slow i don't think there's any secrets i wouldn't know though i don't look for secrets so he he's opening them the, and dropping them onto the ground. And I think it's to free up space or something. I, I honestly don't know. But I oh, kill the boss. I come out and you know how normally with a reset, you get like a, I don't know, 15 minute, 20 minute warning. It just all of a sudden said the server is shutting down in 30 seconds. And I was like, what? There's been no other warning. Like I had stuff built up. I hadn't touched my ritual yet. And I'm there was nothing there. No words, no anything. It just says realm is shutting down in 30 seconds and so wow i'm stressing out trying to fill see if i can finish the run poor papa pratt is stressing out because his cards are all over the ground like right hundreds of cards are on the ground and he can't pick them all up right because the he has to stash them first because it's pc right no because you have limited space in your inventory but all of a sudden it turns off and we're like what the heck just happened there and so we were talking on Discord and we were looking on Twitter trying to figure it out. And apparently people had posted on the patch that they had tweeted about that it had actually wrecked their challenges and now challenges weren't showing completed and a bunch of their challenges had got messed up and they had lost credit for some and some had credit for new ones that they didn't have before. And uh, apparently that is what led them to needing to do a rollback, which is odd to me that it was a challenge thing. although. The only thing I can think of in my head is maybe it's easier to roll it back than for them to try and figure like if somebody had gone through and done a tough challenge, I don't know how you would just give it back to them without them having to do the challenge again. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, they did like a 10 to 15 minute rollback. And so <laughs> poor Papa Brat was stressing the whole time about whether or not his 250 stack decks, would he'd have them back when we got back. But I was reading and that it was a full rollback. So I'm like, you should have all your stuff. I should still have my nemesis map. So it came back up. We loaded in and 
and uh, he got to do it and worked fine. I, I don't really know what it was. To me, a 10 to 15 minute rollback, it's not that big a deal. It does suck if somebody loses an item, but yeah, you just got like insanely lucky and unlucky in 10 minutes. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You got a, a, an amazing drop and then it got taken away from you. It's really low, but that yeah, was, guy or girl that's totally out of your league noticed you from across the bar, came by, asked to buy you a drink, and then two seconds later is like, oh, never mind, I gotta go. I just love the level of roller coaster of emotions that person might have felt in that <laughs> 10 minutes of just like yes. a headhunter, oh my, or whatever, something amazing. And then it's just taken away from you. You just happened to have the best and worst luck in a 10 minute <laughs> in a 10 minute period. Yeah, I know. I totally get how GGG, it's like their last case scenario whenever they do it. And there are always people that complain, though I'd never actually see them. I'm no, me either. Always very happy to see the community joke about it and just be totally fine with it. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. I just got 15 headhunters yeah, and 16 them, sure. doctors, and I just six linked eight items with six fusings. And. Uh, you know, I, I love seeing the jokes about it. So that sucks for a GGG rollback to me would but. be unacceptable or really, really bad if we're talking days or even an, an entire evening. Yeah, there's the, there is to me, there is a, I don't know what it is in my head, but there is definitely a threshold that if you cross that, it could be really, really unfortunate. And it doesn't the thing is, it doesn't wreck the game. It just it, it would be defeating. You would it would be deflating. You would it would be hard to go back to playing. It if would in that period you got something amazing to me 10 to 15 minutes that's pretty acceptable and that's actually relatively good that they found the problem and instead of as much as i hated the fact that they gave a 30 second warning i can appreciate that what's the point in giving a 15 minute warning if all that stuff's going to get taken away anyway i would much rather them just shut it down quickly so i don't get anything good during that time and you do a rollback but unfortunate though holy cow two rollbacks in one league yeah but they're figuring things out, right? These aren't things. It's not like they're, they, they, they're apathetic and they're like, oh, shoot, we got to do a rollback. They hate this kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. the game's getting better and this new mentality will, will kick in and we'll start to see massive differences in no time. No time. Now, um, there was a 314 timeline expansion, which is pretty cool, but I did have some patch. Yeah, let's get into 313.1c first. That was their patch for this week. And this is secretly my favorite part of our This Week in POE segment because... Patches? Well, yeah, but not because they're patches, but because I copy and paste the the comments, like the, the patch blurbs for the ones I want to bring up, but I copy and paste it into Trello. And then I get... And then obviously Grammarly is like, oh, you typed something. And so I get to see all the grammar mistakes that they made. Well, they think a lot of them are... <laughs> we would get them too, like, because in New Zealand, they spell a lot of words like we do. The correct way, like colorful. We have a U. There's an extra U in there. Put it in there. That's the right way, right? That's right. Of course, the color or the spelling is more colorful. Huh? It's you just like not that? lazy. That's taking right. out That's right. So anyway, I'd like whatnot. to see it, but obviously, there's anyway. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so anyway, anyway. Uh, take anyway. a drink every okay. time okay. Tyler okay. says anyway. Okay. okay. Yeah. No kidding. Anyway, lots of skill touch-ups. Some were actually pretty serious of things not working, but some of them were also visual glitches with gems or notable displays. There's some pretty annoying ones, easy to go around about, but they're fixed some of those. Um, one month into the league, though, and we're still having a lot of issues with Ritual about monsters being either inaccessible, invulnerable, or invisible. 
And that's one month after the league starts. To me, just in terms of a fan, I'm not a developer, but to me, I don't think a, a gamer should ever consider the prospect from or the opinion of the developer. You know what I mean? Like the game always needs to be legit. So even though there's a lot of things that the developer, the, the people making the game have to consider, still it's the fans perception that's still in my opinion the most important and i think it is to them too i i I think so i think so but one month like we're talking 30 days of still the primary league spawning in places that allow for inaccessible invulnerable or even invisible The, the me invulnerable i saw some of the videos that were posted in the in the bug form and oh my goodness it's crazy so anyway a lot of those were fixed which is good. There's still some that aren't, but still, um, it's good. They reduced the tier. I've never seen this, probably never will. Reduced the tier or the life of the tier four harvest bosses. Did you fight a lot of harvest bosses in harvest? Yep. Or even since it's been around? So I have, but I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't know if I'm fighting a tier one or tier 4,000 boss. I I have no idea what the mobs (laughs) are in there, except that the bigger they are, typically the scarier they are. That's, that's, That's how I base it. How do they tier now? Is it based on your map level? Or is it based on how many harvests you've had in the past? Not a clue. Awesome. Uh, They've shortened the grace period. Oh, no. Oh, no. They've added. Sorry, this was incorrectly copy and pasted. They added a short grace period between elder and guardian phases. How awesome is that? So you know how there's three stages to every guardian fight for the elder? But it would just like whoop zip you in and all of a sudden you're in like this new map and the stuff's happening and on slower systems that sucks one of my big complaints i haven't written a bug report about it hopefully somebody already has in console right now with the added loading screens which to answer your question from last podcast yes i i I can see the longer loading screens though it doesn't matter to me i'm totally fine with long load screens but said nobody ever The instant starts before the load screen's done. It did before. Oh, that's bad, yeah. It did before, but now it's literally up to four seconds sometimes. Hmm. So it doesn't matter when you have 50 seconds of invulnerability, but it is a problem when you are going into the next Guardian phase and you have no seconds of invulnerability. Especially if you're trying the Guardian with stupid mods that you really wish you didn't, but you want to see if you could do it anyway. So anyway, they added a small invulnerability or a grace period, I guess. is I'm, I'm assuming it's an invulnerability phase. Um, let's see. What else did I think was... I like the fact that they... Well, I don't know that I like it, but it does make sense. Because I brought this up to you in one of our episodes. Like one of the first episodes we did for 3.13 was that I had somehow gotten an elder tier 15 map on the first, like one of the early uh, Maven fights. And I was like, what the... I'm yeah, doing like, like freaking white maps map. here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So they, they did stop that. In tier one to four now, you can't get uh, those big Shaper and Elder maps anymore. And uh, Stone Golem in the original patch notes for 313 got cut down a little bit. Not as much as the Carrion Golem or the Spectres, but Stone Golem did get some attention. They brought it down to earth a little bit. Um, GGG has been finding that they're not as efficient now, so they've kept all the stats the same, except they've increased now the range of the golems attack and slab slam and rolling stones and like just everything the stone golem does so they've increased the range not the stats but the range so that's nice do you know the bramble valley map if i saw it i would because i've done most of them now i don't think it's a very fun boss so they've made it now this 
This is probably a good fix. I don't know the map. I don't know the boss, but this made me mad. <laughs> okay, not the fix, but the knowledge that this can happen. So the Bramble Valley map can no longer roll the twinned modifier. That's pretty neat, hey? Like, so there's obviously something with the boss where rolling the twinned modifier doesn't make sense, doesn't work. Kind of like that other map that we were talking about that has the big golem that rolls. Um, they can have, you know, um, allies are immune. And if you roll two of them, then, you know, you're in big trouble. So it's, I think it's awesome that they can just snap their fingers and say, okay, this specific map doesn't draw this mob from the, from the, mob, from the mod pool. I think that's awesome. So now it makes me even more irked that they haven't gotten rid of certain mods from the game or from certain aspects in certain situations. Like just the fact that allies can't die is a mod that exists in a game that you release on last gen consoles. When was last gen console released? PoE 2017, I think it was. And that is a mediocre system killer. And so for me, when I see them doing a good job saying this specific mod can't be rolled on the Bramble Valley map. It, it just drives me nuts that other mobs that just kill the system aren't given the same consideration. So the Bramble Valley one, if I'm remembering correctly, is a harvest boss. It's this uh, little bear looking thing. To be honest, it's very hard. The fight was very hard, mostly because I had no clue what was going on. Things were healing. Things were happening all over the place that I did not know was happening. I can't say specifically what in it is the reason that you can't twin it now. I just rhymed. But uh, I imagine it has something to do with that because it was a very difficult boss to, to, to fight. So maybe it has something to do cool. with that. But yeah, I agree with you. Interesting. Sort of. And I... <laughs> now, uh, a lot of the new maps, uh, Forking River, Crimson Township were the two that I noticed. Uh, they got a lot of attention. Now, for me, like I kind of criticized earlier being one month into a league and still that league has inaccessible and vulnerable and invisible monsters to in my opinion as a naive fan to me that's kind of unacceptable that's too long of a time to still have that kind of content but at the same time i see something like this where these new map bosses they're getting cut down to size they're getting a lot of modifications and to me that's that's an awesome fix that's understandable that's really new content and it's not the core it's there are two maps out of 164 is it 164 i don't know something like that so anyway but cool nice to see them get some attention there and uh, i don't know have you unlocked the uncharted realms yet no <laughs> Come on, so yeah, i fought when i fought maven 10 it dropped this little shard thing and i think you have to collect 10 of them to create the thing that makes you go fight maven so I'm, I have a tenth of that, the way that fight I did. Oh, so here's, I'm not going to say anything spoilery wise, but I did watch the Maven fight because I was like, well, am I ever going to get to it? I'm, it there, there's a memory game. Like, what? I, it basically, she, she splits the thing into a pot. You know, if it's a circle, imagine it's a three part pie. Do you remember that game like Simon whatever yes. where you got like green blue red do, and then do, 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 do. and then it and keeps you, changing your goal was to try and get as far as you could yeah 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 that's what she does in the middle of chaos and craziness of fighting she'll like light them up and six of them will go in different orders and you have to run through them in that order and she does it multiple times through the fight i no 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 i'm literally gonna have, to have somebody play. watching me play saying like up left right right up left right because i'll Pink, never yellow, remember blue 
I'll never remember. There's a reason I play Path of Exile and not Divinity. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I don't want puzzles. And it's a long There's a reason fight. I hate Lab. Yeah, it's a very weird, oh, weird concept. I don't get it. so discouraging. Well, anyway, they fixed a bug with the Uncharted Realms Atlas Passive Tree that it wouldn't l unlock properly after defeating the Maven. Imagine that. I feel like that was probably some weird bug, though. Like, I'm curious. I, I do agree with you, but it I know it wasn't widespread, so. Well, hopefully not. But just imagine being that one person. Oh, oh, oh. Try harder. Uh, fixed a bug where totems were not being counted as allies. That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> wow. So anyway, those are some of the, the highlights for me. Uh, ready for the 314 expansion timeline news post thing? Yeah, I saw it. What do you think? It's nice that they're talking about it. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, what did they say? They posted what's going to be happening with 314 and also set some expectations. They said the short answer is that we plan to stick with our 12 to 13 week development cycle. So th every three months, just like they always have. Uh, 314 is expected to be launched early to mid-April. So now you have your timeline for 314. That's pretty Can cool. Can I just say real quick that this post makes me laugh and here's why. I'm going to read you what you just said pretty much, but just the short answer is that we plan to stick with our 12 to 13 week development cycle. That's the short answer. The long answer is yes. that we're expecting to release our 314 expansion in early mid-April with the Ritual League ending five days before its release. That, <laughs> I just love that, that that's the long answer. Like, yes. uh, it just cracks yeah, me that's up. That's right. Yeah, just the wording of it is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, just made that, me laugh. That's the long answer. Yeah. And then uh, what else did it say? Uh, they're going to announce 314's expansion, just like they did 313. Awesome. Just I a nice, awesome that. live stream. Yeah, they said that it went really well. Mm -hmm. They're looking to improve the experience and make Perfect. it better. So, uh, yeah. And honestly, post-COVID, I hope they go that route. Totally. I love it. So much more fun. They wanted to point out. Set your expectations early. It's worth noting that the scope of 314 is smaller than 313, which itself was larger than the average expansion. As usual, we're aiming to create four expansions this year, just like every other year. I think that's great. I, I was kind of surprised when they said that 313 was big. Because to me, 313, I'm talking though. about ritual, right? Like, so maybe, maybe they didn't mean just ritual. Cause that's what I think when you're talking about 314 and then reference 313, I'm only thinking league. And oh, to me, ritual is yeah. simple. Now that maybe that doesn't, maybe simple doesn't mean small. Cause I don't know what goes into that kind of stuff, but it, I was just kind of surprised. Like ritual doesn't seem big. Yeah. But the 314 or the 313 expansion is ritual. And the new end game, okay. three fourteen. I would, I would hope, honestly, even that three fourteen's league compared to three thirteen's league is even smaller. Totally fine with that. Make the gameplay uh, better. Percent agree. And just add us some like fun stuff to do. Not, and, and I'll tell you why. If most of this stuff goes core, there is already so much to do in the game, and I love it. I, this has been my favorite end game since they came out with three Yeah, like the ability to do whatever you want in the end, to have an atlas that is so crap full of options to take. It's awesome. I'll say too, this is the first league I've ever had it where I'm, I actually have to, and I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but I have to actually consider how much time do I have when I sit down to play? Because a map now is not just like, oh, I'll do some maps and I'll go back to work. Now, sometimes I'm in a map for like half a freaking hour. 
Yeah. And you're a fast player. You're a fast player. I'm the slow player. I'm the one that was fine with 15 minutes when the game was a lot more simple. Mm -hmm. That is one compliment you had for the game before where you could just sit down and you weren't married to like a three hour Witcher mission. You could sit down and if you only had 10 minutes to play, okay, you were doing a map. So yeah, that is changing. You can still technically do it. You just have to accept the fact that you might miss out on some stuff. Yeah, there might be some stuff you just might not take advantage of. And if you pop open, well, I don't know. Depends on how fine you are with some stuff, but I actually don't mind it. It's when I say 30 minutes, I'm being slightly sarcastic and emphasize it's not often that I'm ever in a map for that long, but it's definitely not what it used to be where you just blew through some maps. The problem with just blowing through some maps, even though I said I like that, is you you burn out much faster. True. Versus I'm in a map a little bit longer. There's more things for me to do while I'm in here, choices to make. Well, that's a good point. Choices to make. There's a lot of times where in the past you've been okay oh wow we're at you know single digit enemies left okay boop, portal gone oh, and i'm yep. like okay and then i'm like okay and i'm tabbing and i'm like oh there's five left okay we should probably get at a, and you've already been in your hideout for 10 minutes type of thing mm-hmm. now i'm like okay there's zero enemies left let's see where's my portal there there it is do i need I'll to do ritual and, like there's stuff to right do. but then but now you're you're in the map for another five minutes making your choices, figuring things out. And that's a huge part of the game, mm-hmm. making choices. And I love that. That was one of my complaints about, uh, I forget whatever league, but where... Just name any. Okay, whatever. doesn't matter. So anyway, cool to see that it's going to be a lot smaller. I love the idea of being simplified. And hopefully that does, like you said, allow them the opportunity to fix stuff. If four leagues are getting released this year, and this one was delayed by a month, 314 is still going to be three months after the 313 release. That means that unless, of course, they're going to release in January again. But when they say this year, I am not thinking any type of fiscal year. I'm thinking a normal person year, December. I wonder if there's going to be a two-month league. There's going to have to be. Or two and a half, two, two and a half month leagues or something. As much as I really want them to have January releases, I don't see anybody that runs a company saying, yeah, you know what? Let's avoid American Thanksgiving hype. And Christmas. You just can't. Like, there's just... It's... Right. They have to have a December release. I want it so bad, but maybe it'll just have to be a different type of change within the company to make their Christmas releases solid. Well, and also give them a chance for this whole new system that they're coming up with to see a Christmas or two. I still... We've talked about this before. I don't know how... I hope it's not two Christmases. Come on. Get out of here. Give them one. Maybe. I don't know, man. One. That, that, that's four leagues, just four leagues. That's one year. We'll see. You got it. All right. So anyway, that was uh, that. was that. And uh, oh, they just tweeted maybe an hour. I was reading books to the kids for bedtime. Oh, I'll, I'll say this and then I got to go back to a point because I just remembered something that I didn't write down. But they tweeted because you know how they're having their sale right now and they always, you know, expect people to buy a Wedipet. You know, they have their sales where no matter what you spend in the store, you get a free mystery box. Mm-hmm. That's when their, you know, 10 cent Weta pet sales skyrocket. And, you know, there's some people out there with a thousand Weta pets. So they tweeted a video of what a real life Weta sounds like. I thought that was kind of cool. Because there's a lot in the game where... There's stuff that's legit, but because it's native to New Zealand, the rest of the world still think it's fantasy and born in Ray class. So, you know, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool. That was one of the best parts about going to XLCon was when you went to the museum in Auckland and you're like, what? They have stuff from Ray class here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
wow, I didn't know that GGG was that popular. They have a GGG museum. One thing that I wanted to say, you were talking about how complex and how much there is to do in the game. So when the electricians were here, I just, I didn't want to be in their way. I came downstairs and I played POE on the PC and I'm playing and every now and then they would have to come down, ask a question or inform me of something. And so one of the workers came down and I'm like, oh, you playing, uh, playing, uh, forget what game he mentioned. I'm like, no, this is Path of Exile. I was like, oh, I've heard Path of Exile. Yeah. Okay, cool. I've never actually tried it. Is it good? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> guides podcast yeah, right. kind of in the mix and uh so but i'm like yeah no it's 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 really cool do you like your role-playing games like you like you know theory crafting he's like what's, what's what's theory crafting i'm like well you know just coming up with an idea and hoping it works and trying to crush the game with whatever idea you come up with oh my goodness yeah live for that so i'm like well you know check it out and so i hit p and he's oh, he's like he's like holy shit i mean oh sorry because you know he's working he's <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. clock and he's trying to be and the the owner of the company actually goes to our church coincidentally which we didn't know at the time and so he's like oh no sorry sorry man and i'm like no 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 don't you worry everybody says that when they see the tree and uh so i'm going and he's like he starts asking questions and going through and i'm like uh and i'm holding back yeah, i'm right. really <laughs> simplifying i am absurdly simplifying this game i'm like yeah there's about 1500 nodes on the tree um you'll probably you know get to spend 110 115 of them and uh, they all got to connect um there's you know i'm simplifying it so i'm saying like there's 19 classes to pick from and that all determines your starting point and so i showed them how items work with gems and i'm like so you know it's like there's about 900 skill gems going off of what ggg was talking about at heist there's about 900 gems that you can mix and match to, you know, incorporate into the passive tree. And I'm like, it's all passive and blew his mind. And by the end, and that was only like a three minute thing because they had to go for lunch and order some more parts. And I'm, I'm like absurdly simplifying all this stuff I wanted to say. I, I couldn't even like bring up because then you get into another hour. I remember Bex tweeting maybe a couple years ago, someone joking and saying like, so Bex, what do you do for a living? And she's like, uh, do you play Path of Exile? And they're like, uh, no. She's like, okay, then never mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you explain yeah. anything to do with the game? So anyway, but by the end, they're like, what was your podcast? Oh, that's funny. They were actually that interested in the passive tree, so it's kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, busy week in POE. Busy week in POE. Yep. Sweet. So yeah, crazy week in POE. I I, I think it's good. I'm really looking forward to this. For me, two weeks from now, I'm very excited. Because two weeks from now, <laughs> right, I can yeah, hit this game hard busy. again. Hopefully, we'll still get to play on Monday and a little bit through the week, maybe here and there. But I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the, the, the current state. There's definitely some things they need to do. I have no clue or opinion from the console side. It sucks for people who are in a spot of being stuck with it. But hopefully, that doesn't last too long. Well, I, um, I mean, we're not going to get into it. We're already, already pushing our time here. But uh, if you need to cancel Monday, like I love our Mondays, but if you need to cancel Monday, go for it. Go for it. I got a build that actually can handle itself now. You know, it's not co-op only, so it's good. But I even just in just on the PC, just hitting some normal stuff. Like even when I was breaching, granted five people and I have a mediocre system, but I'm hitting single digits when I'm by myself doing rituals and white maps. Mm. So, you know, like uh, uh, love the game. Yeah, we had pretty harsh podcast last weekend, 68. This one's 69. That was fine. Oh, yeah, totally. But the state of the game isn't where mediocre systems can handle it. 
but we're excited for the fixes. We know they love their game. We know they're trying really hard about it. So we're excited. Maybe when the two weeks when you come back, it'll be there'll be some sort of sweet patch that comes out that that does something. Yeah. And every now and then, listen, Tyler and I might say some negative things, but we are absolutely in love with the game. And to one certain individual, if you ever compare us to Redditors again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We still love your face. (laughs) Yeah, you betcha. You betcha. We have a podcast about this game. So no matter what we say, we love. We we love the game. Hopefully you do too. Well, obviously you do. You listen to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been episode 69, Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, a.k.a. Wrecker. Wait. Awesome. Did I say that right? No, not at all. You can find more information down below. We got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. We have a Discord, which if you're not on, come on, get on there. It's amazing. If you're looking for information about our Patreon, which to our patrons, we'll catch you in After Dark after this. You can find information down below as well as our new merch shop, merch.foreverxl.com. There's a code, I don't know what it is, on our Discord for 10% off for the month of February and Patreon save 15%. We love you guys. We'll see you episode 6770. God. Who'd have thunk it? Who started that? Was that that Eve? No, that was me after I sneezed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's never going to die. We'll catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye.